In this episode, I'm giving you five tips for a better product insert card. Hello and welcome to the Private Labeler Show, where we are dedicated to helping you take your Amazon business to the next level. Now, here is your host, Nick Landowski. Hey, hey, everybody, what's happening? Welcome to episode number 102 of the Private Labeler Show. Yeah, how is your day going? How's your business going? Hopefully things are going really well for you. Uh, What are we in April now of 2018? Seems like the year is just flying by. So hopefully you are taking action every single day to get to where you need to go and get the things accomplished in your business so that way you can push toward your goals that you have set. Hopefully you got goals set. So if not, you might want to get on that right away. But uh, today's episode, guys, we're going to be talking about product insert cards. And I'm going to give you five tips here in just a second. Five tips to help you have a better product insert card so that way you can take advantage of all the amazing benefits of using those product insert cards um, in your business. But before we get into that, just want to highlight Guys, we are at 97 reviews for iTunes, 97. So thank you so much for everybody for leaving those. Just three more, guys, three more, and you'll make me super happy, and I'll shut up about reviews for a while, I swear. So I just need those three. If you guys could help me knock that out, that would be awesome of you. And also, too, if you're not yet a member of the Facebook group, make sure you get signed up. Just type in, like, go to Facebook and type in the search bar, type in Amazon FBA. And when you type that in, just filter it by groups, And it should pull up, I believe, as the first one right now. And just get joined up in the Facebook group. We would love to have you. And uh, just say hello to everybody. And obviously, if you have questions, fire away in that group. I am pretty darn active in there almost every day, helping you guys out as the best as I can. All right, so let's talk about product insert cards. And specifically, I'm going to give you five tips for a great or better product insert card so that way you can take maximum advantage of all of the amazing benefits that they can provide you and your business. So if you've been paying attention to my podcast for a while, you know that I'm a big fan of using product insert cards to help grow my business, build email lists, drive sales. I mean, really the benefits are just endless. And uh, I talk from time to time that, you know, if you're not using them or you have a couple products out there and you're not act, you're not using them correctly, you're really missing the boat. So um, not not going to get too much into benefits, but more specifically, just things I've learned. So I've been using these cards for years now, and I've kind of learned just a, you know, a few things about how to use them effectively so that way you can gain, again, maximum advantage to doing so. So I just want to kind of highlight here um, five different things, tips, I guess you could say, that you're going to want to think about when you are designing or redesigning maybe uh, your next product insert card or your packaging or however your product is laid out. We're not all the same or uh, doing things the same way here. So the first thing I wanted to, I guess you could say tip number one, but the first thing I want to talk about is um, you should really have a professional design your product insert card. This is not something you're going to want to do yourself. And I know it can be really hard when you're first starting out and you're kind of scraping pennies to to get products uh, out there and this and that. And I totally understand that. And it can become kind of something that you think, oh, I'll just do this myself. I'm pretty decent with design or graphics or whatever. Um, you know, you really got to just spend the extra couple bucks, hire a professional, in my opinion. This isn't something you're going to want to spend time doing. You just want to kind of have the ideas and have a professional create you something nice, okay? So look on sites like fiverr.com, upwork.com, 
or even, you know, what I've noticed is like sites that are kind of catering towards Amazon sellers now to help, let's say, with photography and graphics. I've seen a lot of them now are offering insert card services as well, which this kind of tells me that's like a growing need in the community. So you might want to look into that. And again, it's not really that expensive to have somebody create you a killer product insert card, okay? So you want it to look really sharp, super professional, okay? You just need the ideas, and then you need somebody to bang out those ideas for you, okay? Definitely something you have to outsource. Now, I've ordered stuff personally in the past, like products, and I, in you know, maybe it's through a third-party seller, maybe off eBay, Amazon, or whatever, and you'll get, like, their, sometimes it's a nice product, but all of a sudden, there's, like, a really horrible uh, packaging or product insert card that just looks terrible, and it completely ruins the experience. So, if you got a great product, it's got to match with, you know, equally appealing packaging and or product insert cards. Like it's got to look good. It's got to be professional. You can't come across as like somebody that's doing, you know, poor work and because it can really just ruin the experience for the customer. So it's got to look good. Okay. All right. So tip number two here, less is more, less is more. Um, That's what I've kind of found out over time. So you're going to be really tempted to kind of cram or want to cram all this information on your product insert card as your creativity kind of gets going. Okay, so everybody's insert cards are going to be a little bit different size, so there's no one size that it has to be. It all is going to vary on what you're selling, but um, less is more. So just don't be overly tempted to cram it again because people, when they get products, uh, you got to think like as a consumer, They're more interested in the product itself, not necessarily all the literature that they get with it or promotional material, whatever. So you only have a very short window to capture that customer's attention. And if they look at your product insert card, it might look really nice, but all of a sudden they're turning it around or flipping around. There's just like globs of text on it. Chances are they're probably just going to toss it, okay? So it's got to be visually appealing, clean, easy to read, okay? So less is more. So obviously the basic things that you're going to have to have on it are like a logo and a slogan, like standard stuff. So if you don't have any of that yet or whatever, again, get that designed. But uh, you know that should be front and center on it, a nice, clean, kind of eye-appealing logo and slogan. But again, don't overdo it with lots of text, okay? It should be clean, easy to follow. And um, any text that you have on there, just a little tip here, it should be, the text should be easy to read. Um, sometimes with different colors, and your designer should know how to do this, but certain colors uh, will, will kind of drown out text and make it hard for, for the customer to read or the person to read. So the customer shouldn't need to squint. They shouldn't need to get their glasses or anything like that to read what's actually on your card. So just kind of think these things through. And don't get too fancy if, when you're using text and things like that uh, to do like really fashionable, crazy text with like, you know, swirls and cursives and all that type of uh, the fancy text or whatever. Just make it kind of clean, professional, so that people can easily read it. Because if they look at it and it's just like kind of crazy looking, chances are they're just going to not read it and go about their day and toss it in the garbage and you lost an opportunity there. So the other thing I would maybe recommend kind of digging just a little bit deeper into this is if you haven't yet already, make sure you order products of some of your competitors so that you can study their packaging and or insert cards or just see what they're doing. So you can kind of model and and pick and choose what you think is going to work well for your products based on what you see others doing. And it's not necessarily just competitors, but I don't know, maybe you went to Best Buy the other week or whatever you plan to. Maybe you want to buy something there and it's going to be from a big company. Well, chances are, you know, if you buy a, let's say a digital camera or something like that, um, or a computer or whatever, 
you're going to get promotional material. You're going to get all sorts of insert cards and warranty cards and registration, whatever. You're going to get all that from those big companies. And you can kind of look at it and see what's working, what's not working, and maybe just pick and choose what you like from it. So that way you can implement it maybe into some of those ideas, maybe into your own insert cards or packaging, okay? So model from others. And um, here's another little side tip here as far as what else to have. So I mentioned having like a logo, obviously with a slogan, that's kind of common sense, but um, other little quick blurbs that you might want to take advantage of, might, which you might want to do on your insert card, at least that's in some portion. You might want to include that you are a small family business on there, okay? It doesn't have to be like this over overly long story about your your you know your company's history or your family business history or whatever, but just like a quick blurb that you're a small family business. And obviously if they want to learn more about you or your company or your business, your mission, they can obviously they should be go to your website for that, okay? But um, I've talked a little bit about this in the past as far as you know just kind of advertising that as much as you can to your customers that you are a small family business because that goes a long way um, I get lots of communication on a weekly basis from customers saying you know hey I am also a small family business or I really appreciate that you are a small family business I want to do more business with you because I want to support you so that um, again don't waste that opportunity on these insert, insert cards, make sure you, you kind of highlight that at least somewhere. So if the customer sees that, they feel good about buying from you compared to like just some, you know, random company that doesn't care. Okay. And then other little things too, which you might even want to consider, not necessarily a whole huge blurb about this, but if you have any like, um, if you have any ties to like a, a charity or a foundation, or if you're doing any connected um, work there with your brand or your business, like a local charity or something like that. I'm not saying you have to do this or you even have to be on this level, but even you could even say, hey, we work with XYZ Foundation or whatever. Um, again, that, that just goes a long way to make uh, customers really look at you in a different light compared to just some big giant company that's just greedy and wants money, okay? So just a little side tip there. Make it short, sweet. Don't overdo it with that. Again, if they want more information, they can always go to your um, other platforms for that type of stuff. So just to kind of wrap that one up, less is more, okay? Clean, very easy to follow. Again, your designer, hopefully you got, you got a decent enough designer that already understands that though, okay? Um, so the third thing here, and this is, this is like often overlooked, the third tip here, the paper stock or the stock that your insert card is printed on matters, okay? It should be sort of a thick index weight to it. And it should look good, feel good in your hand. So maybe it might even has like some sort of a gloss on it or whatever. Um, you don't want to get this printed on just regular paper stock. Okay, that would just be awful. Um, I've seen that a few times where I think I've bought stuff in the past from like eBay or Amazon or whatever, and it's probably just from some third-party person, and it had like you know just a really horrible insert card, and it was like printed on just flimsy, cheap paper, like copy paper. And it just ruins the entire experience because any average customer can sense that you cheaped out on that, okay? So it should be thick, kind of, you know, cardstock, and it should feel good in your hands. If it has some sort of a gloss on it or whatever, it should look really nice, okay? You got a nice product, it's got to match with a high-quality insert card with, with great thick paper. So um, some of you guys might be thinking, well, how do I tell whoever's going to print it like what I what do I want well more than likely you can give your file to let's say your supplier your factory and they're they're probably going to work with like a um like a third party printer themselves so you could probably just communicate with who's ever going to do the printing i get all my a lot of my printing done just right through my 
right to my factories and they just communicate what I want uh, to, to whoever they're working with as far as like paper stocks and stuff like that. And they can kind of give me ideas on different um, qualities and things like that. So thick paper is what you want. Nice, you know, high quality paper. Don't cheap out on it because you'll ruin it. You could have a really nice looking insert card, but again, as soon as that customer touches it and if it's all flimsy, it's going to ruin the experience. All right, so moving along here, number four, tip number four. This is really, really important, okay? So before you even start anything else, really, before you even get into all these different ideas, you need to sit down and you need to figure out what is the main objective of that product insert card. What is the goal of it? And what specific action do you want that customer to take, okay? So you need to really think this through. What's important to you? For me personally, for me, I have all my insert cards kind of formatted and guided so that it drives them to sign up and get on my email list, okay? That's the main function of all my insert cards. Again, yours could be something completely different. So mine, as an example, I have uh, most of my insert card laid out that tells them, hey, if they want a free gift, that they're gonna, they need to go to you know, said link and type it in their phone or their laptop or their tablet or whatever. And there they're gonna get, uh, log on to a lead page, which has a box where they can enter their email address. And then once they do that, it kind of logs it into um, Aweber, which stores the email, obviously. And from there then I give them the free gift and the free gifts or whatever I'm giving them to enhance their purchase, okay? So, and then from there, I can do lots of cool things once I've captured that email address. That's kind of why I choose to do that. But you need to figure out what you're gonna do for your business and what makes sense for your products and your businesses. It could be something completely different. Um, you know, Maybe you wanna direct them to your uh, Instagram account or direct them to uh, your Facebook page or whatever it is, whatever the agenda is. So you need to identify that. And what I would give you a little bit of advice on is, um, again, what I said about less is more, you have to really limit all the actions you want that customer to take. Try to limit it to just like one main action. What's, what's the one thing that you'd be happy with if that customer took that action and just limit it to like one, maybe two things tops. The second you try to direct that customer to do too much stuff, they're gonna get confused or irritated and they're probably just gonna take zero actions and toss that card. So pick the most important thing and that's what your insert card needs to communicate, how they're supposed to take that specific action. So as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of lead pages, Aweber. They, you know, all that's directed. So they just go right to my lead page, right into my Aweber. And my logic behind getting them on my email list is I can ask them at later times then through email to take all these other actions. And I've probably mentioned this a handful of times before, but um, once I get them on my email list, you know, later on then I can direct them to my Instagram. Later on, I can direct them to another piece of content. Later on, I could direct them to a YouTube channel if I had one or whatever it might be, okay? So, and obviously goes without saying, but once they're kind of collected in my world on my email list, it makes it really easy to launch new products, do promotions, stuff like that. So that's just for me, that's just for my goal, uh, what works for my business, but you need to sit down and identify that for your own purposes, okay? So moving on to the final tip here, tip number five, everybody. This is gonna seem really obvious, but I'm gonna dig a little bit deeper on this and uh, give you some extra little pointers here, but somewhere on your insert card, you obviously need to have some contact information on there, okay? So that could be like your website, your email. How can customers get a hold of you very easily 
if they have issues with your product, okay? So instead of listing just like your email address kind of just floating out there on the insert card, what you might wanna do is this. You might wanna have a blurb on there or some sort of a saying, uh, saying something like this, like, hey, if you have any issues with the product, reach out to us here so we can take care of it right away. Something along those lines. And the reason why you'd wanna do that is you wanna, let's just say a customer um, buys your product and they get it and the product maybe arrived damaged or something wasn't right with it or they broke it right away, they're really excited, all of a sudden it snapped or broke or cracked and now they're angry. Okay, but all of a sudden they're looking at your really nice insert card here and they read that little blurb on there, that little message and they go, oh, okay, I can reach out to these guys. They, they'll help me out, okay? And you want them to do that. You want them to directly contact you because obviously if they don't see a way to get a hold of you or that you want them to contact you, what might happen is the following. They might return the item through Amazon, which sucks for everybody, or they might immediately go to the reviews section on Amazon and pound you with like a negative horrible experience and one-star review or negative feedback, all that stuff, which you don't want. So um, again, just put it out there, like just very quickly, like, hey, if you got any issues, reach out to us and uh, give them a couple different ways for them to reach you. So I use two different ways. So I tell them to reach out to me through email and um, also through social media, through Facebook specifically uh, because of Messenger. So what you might want to do is a little bit different. Who knows? Maybe you just want to put a website, however, but... um, you know, that way I can communicate that directly with them and that will help me avoid those negative feedbacks and one-star reviews, okay? Because things happen, products do break, they arrive broken, they arrive messed up. And again, that's the filter that I want. I want to use that insert card to filter those issues to me directly, okay? So hopefully that makes sense. And just a a quick side note, uh, if you're going to list an email address, it needs to be a professional email address, okay? No Gmail no hotmail, you know, nothing, nothing like that. Spend the, spend the couple bucks, get a professional email, uh, however you want to lay it out, whatever, totally up to you, but uh, you need to come across as a professional company here. Okay. So you, you, you would ruin it with, with a Gmail address. Okay. So, uh, just wanted to mention that and, uh, that about does it for the tips guys, but I just wanted to clarify something, uh, a couple of things here before we kind of end this podcast. So to clarify, you're going to hire somebody to create you this insert card, the the design and all this and that with your instruction and things like that. They're going to give you a file or a couple different files. And from there, what you're going to do is you're going to turn that file then over to your supplier or your factory in most cases. Okay. And they're then going to turn that, you know, your file over to who's ever doing the printing. All right. So unless you have some different process set up or something else that you want to do, I know that it's a little bit uh, confusing. Sometimes people think, oh, do I have to get the the insert cards printed here in in their home country or whatever, and then ship them over to, you know, China or whatever. Um, you don't have to do that. They can obviously do this all right there. So I just wanted to clarify that in case you were kind of confused the logistics of that. And um, also another thing too, uh, if it, it depends upon uh, your situation here, but there's no there's no right or wrong way to really doing any of this other than like. You, you can have more than one insert card if you want to. I guess that's what I really wanted to say. So if you have maybe an idea where you want to do two different insert cards and, and it would work out or whatever, then by all means, try that. So there is nothing saying that you just need to have one insert card. So maybe you have one general insert card and then maybe another is, I don't know, like product tips or um, you know something kind of uh, more informational or whatever it might be. 
if you think that works out, then go for it. But obviously, you know, if you have more than one insert card, it's going to cost you a little bit of extra money and that's going to eat into your profit margins and stuff like that. So that's something to consider, but there's nothing saying that you just have to do one insert card. You know, if you had a strategy or plan to, to really make it rock and roll, two different ones, having two different goals or whatever, then by all means, knock yourself out, try things, okay? Um, I think typically, just so you know, around price-wise, I typically spend about, I think it's like 15 cents per insert card, and that's double-sided color on a thick paper, and that's applied to the products or inserted in the boxes, whatever. Um, so just kind of use that as a ballpark rate or whatever. So that way, you know, if you're getting quotes out there uh, from your suppliers, your factories, whatever, you kind of know, um, you know what's what. So I'd say anything between like 15 and 20 cents for an average size insert card on good paper uh, seems to be pretty reasonable, okay? So what other tips do you guys have or what are your thoughts on the podcast episode? Let me know in the Facebook group or in the comment section. If you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure you get a thumbs up and a subscribe or notification bell on the channel. Again, any comments, just fire away. Would love to help you guys out. And uh, that about does it. Take care. Talk to you in the next one. Later.